Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 20th of November 2021. And the title of this episode is Mistakes, Stupidity and Bundle Deals. Gallant Night Games is in the spotlight this month, as voted for by patrons, and I finally got the Q&A over to Alan, but mm, it's my bad. I've not given him much time to respond. It will be my fault if we don't get anything live this month, but I hope it doesn't come to that. This week, we're going to talk about mistakes, stupidity and bundle deals, and there are a lot of bundle deals. I guess it's that time of year, but let's save those to last. We'll find that we actually spend time talking about licenses in this podcast, and perhaps they are the unifying theme. Let's start with what may or may not be a mistake and try and find some silver linings anyway. Days before Star Trek Discovery was due to return, it was cancelled and all the old episodes vanished. If you're in the United States, none of this is true. This is only true for everyone else. Netflix was the home to Star Trek, but Paramount has grabbed the licence and pulled the show over to Paramount+. Plus. Of course, this is all business and they're perfectly entitled to do so. The problem? Paramount Plus does not work outside the US. That's Paramount's own restriction. The internet is global. The studio says it will bring Star Trek and Star Trek Discovery back at some point, maybe in 2022. The silver lining is that not all Star Trek licenses are caught up in this. For example... Hero Collector and Eagle Moss have added three Discovery ships to their Star Trek Universe collection. You can still buy the models, and if you're a subscriber, you should still get them. However, I don't imagine other licensees like Eagle Moss are exceptionally thrilled with the news either. How can they sell this year's Star Trek model if nobody in the world, except people in the US with Paramount Plus, has seen them? Well, We'll see how it goes for Paramount. It's a gamble, for sure. Sometimes it doesn't go well. Pizio Publishing, Pathfinder's owners, shared some updates and apologies this week. Uh, Pizio President Jeff Alvarez apologised for exposing customer details on the forums, a breach of the company's policies. There was also an apology for the company's old travel rules, which were transphobic, and have now been changed. Pazio is working with the new union these days, so we might still see more uncomfortable updates. They've said that they are being inspected at their own request by the law firm Morit Hook and Hamroff because of other serious allegations. However, we are unlikely to get public updates due to those concerns and their personal and legal nature. These bits of news follow on from the launch of Pathfinder Nexus, a partnership between Pazio and Demiplane that will provide virtual tabletop and digital tools to tabletop gamers. This week, Demiplane and the World of Darkness launched the World of Darkness Nexus. It does the same thing, but for games like Hunters, Werewolf and Vampire. Gosh, Demiplane is surging recently, isn't it? Those are some excellent licenses to land. I have to wonder what Pazio made of the news, though. They could be excited. They got there first, and the more successful the Nexus program is, the stronger the brand Pathfinder Nexus will be. A rising tide 
lifts or boats. However, they might be annoyed. Pazio might not have known that their marketing efforts would build the Nexus brand only for the world of darkness to piggyback on. Who knows? I also note that the deal was between the world of darkness and Demiplane, not between Renegade the publisher and Demiplane or Paradox the owner. I think this was the first time I've seen the world of darkness referred to as an entity that makes deals. Well, so to speak. Roll20 is the market leader in the space despite fierce competition and they shared their roadmap at Roll20Con this month. The mobile app is out and I suspect this will be important for new and younger gamers. If you've got a phone but not a laptop, then a mobile app is big news. Roll20 also announced a host of new game licenses. Uh, this feels like a good point to remember the newcomer Roll. I must admit, I don't hear too much about it, but it did raise nearly $3 million in August. So, yes, one to watch. As I mentioned, licenses seem to be the thread that binds this podcast together this week. Ludofilla, which might be better known as GameZone Miniatures, tried to run a Kickstarter for the 25th anniversary of HeroQuest a few years back. It didn't get far without the license. Chaosium's lawyers had something to say. Back then, Chaosium owned the trademark. Since then, they've sold that to Hasbro, who have crowdfunded their own return to the board game. Now, Ludafilla said that they had had, but have now renounced some European trademarks on HeroQuest. As a result, those of us in the UK and in Europe can now pre-order the new board game. I guess it was a mistake by GameZone to think they could ever produce a 25th anniversary edition, even if they had some sort of trademark on the word itself. However, if they hadn't tried, Hasbro might not have suspected there were still interest in the game. A licensing deal that will take games away, at least in the short term, rather than make them available like HeroQuest, is the one between Rebellion and End Publishing. End Publishing has not renewed Judge Dredd and the world of 2000 AD. We don't know whose decision that was. Still, since this edition of the Judge Dredd RPG entered the market, Rebellion has gotten into tabletop and even RPG production itself with Rebellion Unplugged. If the big games company has taken back Judge Dredd, I hope they do something with it. As it stands now, you won't be able to buy Judge Dredd after March 2022. Sometimes, though, old books come back. Case in point is The Endless Stair. The Endless Stair is Ed Greenwood's first ever published D&D module, and shortly after this adventure went to print in 1987, Greenwood went on to release The Forgotten Realms. You can now print on demand The Endless Stair from the Drive-Thru RPG. And sometimes the books are just delayed. The example in this case is Nightfall Games' Demon Dog. This will be a Morkborg-appropriate punk game. And it was heading to Kickstarter. It still is, but with Kickstarter's crackdown on running too many projects at once, Nightfall needs to delay it until more SLA, uh, Slay, and Terminator products ship. Now, I also mentioned stupidity in the headline. That stupidity is mine. I feel like a fool for not realising you can do this. 
you can visit Waterstones and I imagine other websites for high street bookshops and buy signed books. I had assumed there were only two routes to get a signed book before. You could queue at an event to meet the author or you could try your hand in a specialist market. It's great to see that you can buy them at really sensible prices just by popping them into your cart at a retail website. Once I made this discovery, I rushed to suggest it as a geeky Christmas gift idea. And now, since we're speaking about gifts in retail, here come the bundles and competitions, so buckle up, there's a lot. At Humble Bundle, we have Choose Wisely. These are computer games in which your in-game decisions have a big impact on the narrative. Your choices matter. And there's Space, Sporks and Orcs. These are games from Nakon, which therefore include Sticks, Master of Shadows, where you play a sneaky goblin, and Blood Ball, which is less sneaky. At the Bundle of Holding, we have Weird Breach, and this is a collection of Through the Breach titles, and that's the RPG based on Weird Games' Malfax range. And there's Tribe 8. This is a tabletop RPG from DreamPod 9, in which you are the outcasts from a supernatural guardians, summoned to defend the world from demons. A new edition is on the way, which will be called Tribes in the Dark and used Forged in the Dark. On Fanatical, there are loads of bundles, but the one I want to highlight is James Axler's Deathlands, which we get a host of sci-fi ebooks and three audiobooks as a bonus. On Geek Native, there are two competitions. There's one to win Beyond the Fire, a Manual of Perilous Creatures from Across the Black Diaspora, Volume 1, Shapeshifters. If nothing else, that might be the longest title in your library. That's designed to go with Flames of Freedom, and you can get the quick start for that for free. Lastly, and with only a few days left to run, and only for UK listeners, you can go to the blog to try and win Gears of War, Euphoria Rising. That's the latest in the novel series, which must be good, as the competition is popular. And on that note, let's wrap there, keep safe, beware of stalking license deals, and see you next week.